0: Hey everybody, on this Best Of episode, we're bringing back our very first interview with Christina Strickland of Texas Snowfruit. Because it was our first episode, it may not have received the audience we think it deserves. When we spoke with Christina, she had just opened her Shave Ice trailer and was trying to navigate a new business in the midst of a pandemic. We think she had a great perspective of what it's like to be a new business owner, and we want to share her episode with you again. For anyone who has started a small business, we think you'll relate to some of the up-and-down feelings she shared in our discussion. We'll be back soon with brand new episodes, and we hope you'll continue listening and sharing our podcast. We are proud to share our very first episode again with you. And now, here's our discussion with Christina Strickland of Texas Snow Fruit.
1: community of Alvin at large has been so kind to us and when we opened in the midst of a pandemic I think people really saw that and cared and came out to support us and that was just really stunning and fantastic to me.
2: Welcome to Creating Community, a podcast designed to bring area leaders, business owners, and others together to better our community. I'm your host Jake Starkey
0: and I'm Dorian Strickland. We're the owners of 1820 Coffee House and 1820 Marketing in the heart of Alvin, Texas. If you're a first-time listener, we encourage you to subscribe to hear more. You can use Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or wherever you get your podcast.
2: In this episode of Create Community, we're speaking with Christina Strickland. Christina is the owner and operator of Texas Snowfruit, a local snow cone food truck located in the heart of downtown Alvin. We talk about starting a business in the wake of a pandemic and how to survive and even thrive. Welcome, Christina. Thanks. So what did you do before you opened Texas Snowfruit?
1: Ooh, good question so uh, before I opened Texas snow fruit I was in veterinary medicine for a little over 20 years and uh, this has definitely been a big change for me
0: so what made you change career fields altogether I mean this is totally different from the animal world
1: it is it it definitely has its uh, has its moments it's definitely different from the animal world um, I mean I, I think that it was something that I struggled with for a a good long while. It was, it was a number of years of, of kind of, you know, thinking about it and toying with the idea, but ultimately it was just time for a change. And I just really felt like it was, it was the right timing. Um, In hindsight, maybe it wasn't the right timing (laughs) since 2020 struck us with a pandemic. We, um, you know, seem to have uh, not had the best timing with that, but you know,
2: and so you you didn't open after the pandemic. You opened right before, right?
1: We opened the day before the stay at home order, which was fantastic.
2: Yeah, and people need to actually show up physically to your spot. So,
1: yes, definitely. We we had kind of made you know as they say the best laid plans, and we had made some plans to have um, you know things a certain way, and then all that went right out the window. Uh, you know, as soon as we opened, and we thought do we even need to open during this? What should we do? And we really, you know, struggled with that decision and ultimately ended up opening. And it worked great. It really worked to our benefit, I think, because, you know, a lot of people were stuck at home and bored and kids were out of school. And, you know, there's a pretty good amount of neighborhoods around our trucks that we had a lot of high school students walking up and families walking up and getting their snow cones to go. And it gave us an opportunity to provide a little bit of joy um, in a tough time.
2: If I remember correctly, you were... um really pushing to get open before spring break, and then spring break is actually when Alvin ISD shut down. Like, the kids went home for spring break and then never came back.
1: Yes, I was really trying to get open before spring break, and it was just one thing after another. It just didn't quite happen. And then spring break started and never ended for, like, six months. So,
0: Well, you know, you mentioned a while ago that you were trying to get open before spring break. You were trying to... Um, you know, change career fields. You were trying to bring joy into some lives of some people, but tell us exactly what Texas Snowfruit consists of, like exactly what is it? Because we haven't actually mentioned that at this point.
1: Oh yeah, good point. Uh, so Texas Snowfruit is a natural shave ice. It's naturally colored, it's naturally flavored, and that's something that's been kind of a thing of importance for me in my life um, is just doing things in a way that's more natural and environmentally responsible and that sort of thing. So that's our product, but really our business is service. Uh, It was really important to me to have a business where we could provide, like I said before, a little spot of joy in somebody's life. So you never really know how someone's day is going and how you may impact their day. And so, you know, being able to provide... It's really hard to be sad when you're eating a shave ice. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. Like, how can you be mad having that? So if we can provide good customer service and chat with our customers and, you know, provide a little spot of sunshine, that that's the, the main goal for us.
2: Yeah. One thing I've kind of noticed is that uh, when I go get a snow snow cone, is that uh, your staff seems to really... When they ask how you're doing they actually mean it it's not just a hey how are you doing now please order something you seem to have worked with them really well to get to a point that they actually at least appear to care you know and they have a conversation with you versus just providing the the product
1: we definitely have a couple of ladies who are on the chatty side and definitely like to chat with our customers which is fantastic and then on the flip side we have a couple of ladies who are very decorative and detail oriented and that's how we end up with some really fantastic creations. It's really kind of a team effort, but it works to our advantage. Everybody's got their strong suit. So yeah.
2: And, and you said you do snow cones, but it's not just that. Like literally you have ice cream in some of your snow cones.
1: We like to be fancy. Yeah. Let's <laughs> be right. honest. Sure. Yeah. And all <laughs> we natural. Like fancy I mean,
2: it really is more than just a snow cone. There's
1: One like- of the girls that works with us, she, uh, when she came in and interviewed, she was like, I'm super extra when it comes to decorating. And I was like, "Mm, this seems like the right fit. She's like, how high do you want this whipped cream? Do you want it pointed? Do you want it flat? I was like, oh, yes, this is the right fit for me.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, you talked about service, right? So how service is number one, and that's actually more important than the snow cones themselves. But you do maintain a very high quality of the shave ice that you provide. So how do you maintain that high standard when you have teenagers working for you,
1: that's an excellent question. We have some of the best young people working for us. We really um, were blessed to have um, the ladies that we do. They're they're really just stand up young ladies. But it's been a, you know there's a training process that goes along with it, and unfortunately, all three of them kind of ended up trial by fire because you know with the pandemic and then things got really busy really fast for us much quicker than I had anticipated. Um, honestly, I hadn't anticipated doing this by myself for probably the first year. I just really didn't think that it would be that busy. And then,
0: yeah. Do you I, think that's naive on your part, or do you think it just took off because of quarantine?
1: I honestly don't know. I mean, it's Texas. People like shave ice, right? I mean, that's it's it's a thing for sure. It's a Texas tradition. Um, but I I guess I just, this was so new to me, and I thought there's going to be such a big learning curve It's gonna take a while for us to develop a following, but the community of Alvin at large has been so kind to us. And when we opened in the midst of a pandemic, I think people really saw that and cared and came out to support us. And that was just really stunning and fantastic to me. It definitely brought tears to my eyes on more than one occasion, just the support that we had from the community right out of the gate.
0: Hey everyone, it's your friendly neighborhood realtor, Parker White with New Villa Realty. It's not a secret the real estate market is red hot right now. Whether you have a dream of becoming a homeowner, your family's growing and you need more room, or if you're an empty nester, I got you covered. New Villa Realty specializes in helping our clients achieve their real estate goals through a stress-free process and open communication 24-7. You will never be left in the dark and I will be there with you for any questions you may have. Connect with me today so we can sit down and get you where you want to be. My phone number is 281-678-1811, or email me at parker at Realty N-U-V-I-L-L-A dot com. I would love to meet you. I'm Jamie Scafidi, President and CEO of the Alvin-Manville Area Chamber of Commerce. The Chamber of Commerce exists to provide support to businesses and organizations in the Alvin and Manville area. With various networking and marketing opportunities every month, the Chamber can help you grow your business. Learn more at alvinmanvillechamber.org. Hey, we wanna take a quick moment and tell you a little bit about 1820 Marketing, the producers of this podcast. We believe that when businesses have quality marketing, it gives business owners the freedom to focus on what they do best. We design websites, produce videos, and create marketing materials that help clients grow their business. Find out more at 1820marketing.com. It's something different. And now back to the show.
2: So you talked about, you've been thinking about this for a few years, and so what? um, not knowing that a pandemic was coming, what was the the final thing that pushed you over the edge to go, it's time, I'm going to do this now? Because you could have done it a couple years ago when you thought about it, you could have waited a couple of times.
1: You know, that's a great question. I, I think, you know, I really had been sitting the fence for a long time. There was some changes that were coming along the pike in the current veterinary hospital that I had been working in. And, you know, I had worked in a lot of different hospitals and a lot of different places, and I really did enjoy my job. I really did. But there was some changes coming along, and I thought this might be an appropriate time for me to make an exit. But I really, you know, I really kind of sat with it and struggled with it. And um, ultimately, I just I really felt like God was calling me to make this change. And so I really ran from that for a a long time. And then ultimately I was like, well, all right, guess we're doing this, Lord. (laughs) Hopefully this will work out. And, um, you know, then we had a pandemic. So I think uh, maybe ultimately it was more about me needing to be less about my own plans and more about trusting God.
2: Sure. So here's the tough one. Would you do it again? (laughs)
1: that is a tough one yeah I think I would there's definitely things I would have done differently I I think I would have gotten out of my own way ultimately I think I really sort of stood in my own way of getting things done I think like you know hiring staff I knew I needed to hire staff you know weeks before I actually did because I just kept thinking no I can do this I can do this on my own I've got this I've got this I did not have this. And so, you know, I had trusted advisors telling me, you need to hire somebody. And I thought, nah, yeah, that was not ideal.
0: So we're only six months from you having opened the doors, right? So
1: only six months. (laughs)
0: Yeah. (laughs) Right. If you said March 18th, right? So right before spring break. So if you could go back today and tell your, self something six months ago seven months ago eight months ago what is the one thing you would tell yourself then that you didn't know at the time that you wish you had known
1: i i think that the one thing that i have struggled with the most is a strive for perfection in every aspect and i'm not saying i mean with the pandemic we've got to be really clean and, you know, making sure that our customers are safe and all that. I'm not saying that, but, you know, when something goes out the window that isn't absolutely perfect, it kills me. Like, I, I just, it, it, it's really hard for me. And so, you know, when I really think about it from a perspective of what are we actually serving? Well, yeah, we're serving shaved ice, but we're really serving our customers. We're making them have a happy and good experience. And so it's really hard for them to have a good experience when, you're in your head beating yourself up, you know, and not interacting with those customers. So I think just really, like I said before, getting out of my own way.
0: So do you think there are some good times that you missed because you were too focused on? Oh,
1: yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's a a handful of times I can think about when I, I should have you know, come out and chatted with my customers or, you know, really, you know, had fun creating new things or whatever, and, and it's it really hard for me to get out of my own head.
2: So one of the things that you do that's a little different that I've seen is the, the weekly specials, and and again, because they're not just two flavors thrown together, again, you put in ice cream, or you're doing something. Uh, we have
1: fun with those flavors.
2: Yeah, I mean, you got bananas on top, you got, like, there's all different kinds how do you, what what's kind of your process for creating a new product? Because well, there's a lot of people that are wanting to do something and create their own business, but, you know, it, it, keeping that creativity, right? You could just be serving the exact same thing you've served the entire time, but for you, you want to serve something different every week or however it goes, but you're constantly trying to change it up and be a little different. Mm-hmm. You know? How do you kind of stay excited about a new special
1: so when I started, it started with the things that make me nostalgic, like the things that make me think of my childhood. So, you know, the first couple of specials we had were, and we call them our weekly Texas snowball specials, um, we had ones that were, you know, with popsicles and um, ice cream and, you know, just things that make, I mean, Like I said, you just can't be sad when you're eating a snow cone like that. So, um, you know, things that made me nostalgic. And then as things progressed and it got more difficult to find good produce in the midst of that early couple months in the pandemic, it was more like, hmm, what can I get a case of that looks really fresh and delicious? Because sometimes, you know, those, it was really hard. I mean, I remember buying things that went straight in the trash because it just wasn't the quality that i i knew i needed and so um you know and then as we got staff then we just started collaborating and going Well, what flavors do you like well you know what what's your favorite dessert that you remember or whatever and then we just started messing around with stuff and you know sometimes in our slower times we just mess around with things and sometimes we hit the jackpot
0: well very cool so we're talking about your business and how you like the the top quality how you want to interact with people more and you've Learn that you should do that more what is the process for somebody coming up there because we are still in the middle of a pandemic I know that we still have a mask order in the state of Texas I know that we're still supposed to be social distancing although some of the regs are being lightened up what is the process for somebody coming out there how do they know that they're being safe when they come to see you
1: oh gotcha so we are in a food truck park and so you know when you're outside you don't necessarily think about wearing a mask but you do have to get within six feet of us to order and to pick up your snow cone. So we wear masks. We ask that our customers wear masks and um, just during that transaction and then we have lots of tables that are spread apart and so you can sit with just your family and um, we're doing some you know regular disinfecting between folks. Um, we have a pretty strict cleaning protocol. Um for the inside of our truck and then all of our staff has been trained in the proper use of masks and gloves and hand washing and all of that which um you know honestly i thought was going to be so hard with a group of teenagers but they have been fantastic absolutely fantastic
2: nice so starting a business is never easy if you take the pandemic out of the equation what was something that you didn't expect that happened
1: you know, that's a. I feel like I didn't expect most of what happened, um, but taking the pandemic out of the equation, I really, I really just am blown away by the supportiveness of our community. We, you know, we've had um, just the kindest people come up and talk to us about how things are going and asking us if we're doing okay and that sort of thing. Which, I mean, I just, I guess, I just didn't really expect. I know we're in a small community and people are very. People are very... We're in the South, you know. Everybody's just sort of extra kind, I think. But um, I I just really didn't expect that level.
2: Well, it seems that your customers, which is an awesome thing that you've cultivated, is they've taken ownership of your place. Like, they love the different specials. They love the different... um, Well, staff and just the different way that y'all do things. Because it is... Overall, it's extra. There's a little something more (laughs) to it.
1: Yes, and we get lots of suggestions from our customers. You know, I forgot to say that. We do get a lot of suggestions from our customers of specials that they would like to see, and some of our specials have been born out of those suggestions. So, you know, feel free to suggest if you're one of our customers. (laughs) That's kind of cool. Sometimes that helps. If, If somebody came
0: to you right now, and like Jake said, forget about the current pandemic that's going on, what is something that you would tell them as far as what to look for when they're starting their business? Like, what to, what are some of the pitfalls they should watch for? Maybe the things that, that they're not even thinking about at this point.
1: You know, the number one thing I would say to do is to align yourself with other like businesses, even if they're not exactly the same as what you're doing, and learn what you can. So, you know, when I first uh, was looking to do this, I um, spoke with uh, Faith. She's the owner of Bumblebee Sweet Shop, and she has a little food truck here in Alvin. And, um, you know, she was so generous with her time and my four gajillion questions about, well, you know, what about this, and, and how did you build that, and, and what are you doing for, your, you know, your social media and all this. And then, um, you know, we found some other kind of, you know, shave ice places, too, to discuss. And we, I there's nothing bad about traveling around sampling shave ice, but, um, you know, we really met a lot of so super kind folks who, you know, peeled back the curtains and let us see, you know, the inner workings of their shop. And that gave me a lot of insight into, oh, geez, I didn't even think about that. Oh, how are we going to do that? Oh, this system is definitely not going to work, you know, and we kind of tweaked things before we before we opened. And, um, and then we did a dry run, which was also super helpful. So for us, you know, I think a lot of restaurants probably do that. But for us, we set up at a party, a friend's party, and, you know, it's our friends. So if we ran into some hiccups, it wasn't quite as stressful as it would have been on an opening day. You know, They're a little
0: more lenient with you than the general public.
1: Yes, definitely. Especially, you know, it's a free snow cone. You can't be too
0: mad. Right. How mad can you be? Right. Well, is there anything... That you would like to tell us that we haven't asked you, or maybe something that we should have asked you that we didn't even think to do, something you'd like to tell us?
1: Oh gosh, um, I mean, I, I can't really, I can't really think of anything, you know, other than I would say, you know, if if you're considering making a jump from one career field to the next, um, you know, really cut yourself some slack. It's it's really. It's a stressful time, you know, and and my family and friends were super supportive in the multiple meltdowns that I had a, had, especially in those first few months. And there were there were a few times I wanted to just lay on the floor in my food truck and cry, um, but uh, you know, just I I think honestly I was my own worst enemy. I, I think just kind of cutting myself some slack, and 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 I'm not saying you know. Don't strive for high quality and, and don't do those things. But, you know, to a point, we're only human, you know.
2: How can people find out more about you and Texas Snowfruit?
1: So we are uh, on social media. Um, we're on Facebook Instagram um at Texas Snowfruit and it's spelled S N O, so no W, Texas Snowfruit. Um you can also check out our website which is TexasSnowfruit and you can always come by and visit us. We're located in Scopel Square, which is across the street from the Stantons grocery store uh, in Alvin.
2: Well thank you very much, Christina, for coming and hanging out with us on Creating Community. Yeah, we really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to come meet with
1: Sure, us. sure, absolutely. Always enjoy the coffee
0: thank you very much it is the best part about 1820 coffee isn't it (laughs) yep
2: All right. thank you for tuning in Creating Community is available on Apple Podcasts Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts if you'd like to help us out a review would be greatly appreciated and is honestly the best way to help the podcast be heard by others this podcast is produced by 1820 Marketing for show notes visit 1820coffeehouse.com slash podcast thanks for your time everybody